Hello, we are back for the first time. This is Conversation with Intense. I am Eric Ortman. I am here with my homie, my friend, my compadre, my Vanessa Carlton. I am here with Brandon Wood. Hey, what's going on? Uh, that was, thanks for the introduction, Vanessa Carlton. Wow. Her, her, her album, what, her second album? Okay, so it's October 23rd, 2015. It is. Yes. Today is October 23rd, 2015. You, yeah. you heard that right. That's yeah. Brandon Wood. We also got our producer sitting behind us. He'll be here all day. We got Brian McGuire. Brian, how are you? Thanks, guys. Great. Good to be here. He doesn't have a microphone in front of him, but oh. we can pick up what we he got, has we got to say. Yep. He's, the, he's, he's, he's here. It's, it's great to be here, as always. Yeah. It's good. Nice. We're gonna get we're gonna get right into it, Brandon. What are we talking about today? Uh, two main topics today, right? So uh, first and foremost, we're gonna talk about uh, an announcement that happened uh, earlier today, which was uh, YouTube Red. Um, Eric's gonna talk quite a bit about that to give you some background information on what that platform is and kind of the thoughts behind it. Um, and then in addition, we had some other big news today from Yahoo. Um, so Yahoo and Google apparently came to another agreement about serving ads and using their uh, search platform. So that's basically what we're talking about. Cool. So we got all the big guys. We got Yahoo. We got Google. We got YouTube. YouTube we'll is Google. Everybody. You should know that. YouTube yeah. is Google. Yep. YouTube is Google. Yep. So uh, for those of you who haven't listened to us, this is a conversation with a tent. We are uh, a, few, uh, a few people, a few friends, and we're just talking about uh, digital marketing and what are uh, the latest news means to you as uh, marketers or just somebody who's interested in it so yeah i mean we like uh, we like to keep it light you know we're not we're not going to go hard and if you want something detailed you know go read a blog but we'll, we'll keep it light for you right it's just it's just the news and some opinions about what's going on so mm-hmm. it's nothing super formal um but you know that's the case so. yeah so again this is the this is the first episode so we're uh, we'll, we'll figure out some kinks so we think we're going to put up a twitter handle eventually so if you have some questions or topics you'd like us to cover uh we still may uh we don't really know our intro music yet we were talking about today uh in honor of uh our main lady vc we we're going to maybe do uh maybe do some thousand miles some nice piano oh what were we also talk what were we also talking about uh we were talking about possibly doing some arcade fire Ooh. to uh play off of what dan patrick does because yes that uh, wake up intro is solid. Brian, what was uh, your? Maybe we can get some suggestions from the listeners. Suggestions. We have an uh, email, you know, that they can contact us. Yeah. Right, so we'll we, out. we yeah. have to set that up, yeah. right? Yeah, so this this is on iTunes, so we'd really uh, appreciate it if you'd, uh, you know, give us your thoughts. Leave a comment in, uh, on the iTunes. Uh, maybe drop us, what do you, what do you think uh, in the comments? Give us a, give us a rating, preferably oh. above three stars. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe five if you like it, but then uh, give us a rating and let us know what you think our intro music yeah, should be. Yeah, anything above combat. three is fine. Anything above three is really, yeah. I mean, I mean I think a three is what? Out of five, which is a C then, so like a C is average, a C is passing. Three is like seven out of ten, though. That's like you're not really rating it. That's like such a push. Right, that's that's like I just want to get through this survey yeah. and get on with my day. Yeah, like you're not really committing to anything when you put a three. Like, like how's like how's your day? Yeah, that doesn't reflect. It doesn't reflect anything. Yeah. How does it? Do you find this good? Very good? Don't know? Bad? Mm. Very bad? Right. And it's yeah. all don't knows? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for no data. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. Great. Well, let's um, let's jump into it then. Um, so the announcement came uh, earlier today, 
um, or a couple days ago. Not really sure, but uh, YouTube decided to come out with this new service called YouTube Red. Mm-hmm. And from what I understand, YouTube Red is going to be overlaid w- within the existing YouTube app, mm-hmm. and uh, it has some additional features. So, um, Eric, why don't you talk some more about the features of YouTube Red? What's the thoughts behind it? So it's a uh, 9.99 a month, 10 bucks a month, and you get absolutely no ads. The other added feature is you can uh, download your videos and view them offline. You can also have uh, background audio. So say uh, a lot of a lot of the teens, a lot of the kids these days like listening to just using YouTube for music. So say you want to uh, listen to some, you know, your, your favorite new Drake song, you want to listen to some Hotline Bling, but you want in the background, you want to be uh, doing something else on your phone. Uh, now you can use YouTube as basically an audio player. So if you go to some, you know, if you have some live show or whatever that you have, you can just put that in the background and then, you know, text your friend or do something else uh, while you have that. It's almost like a like a video player. So, so you can have the hottest new Drake cuts while you're playing Candy Crush? Yes, yes, you can. You can be hotline blinging while crushing candy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, which is which is really everyone's dream. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what my mobile experience would yeah. be like without I don't that. know why our top one of our topics wasn't the new Drake video because I think that's actually been covered pretty <clears throat> extensively by the rest of the internet though. So I don't really think we need to address that here. Yeah, that officially broke the internet yes. was those Every, internet anything vines. he does breaks the internet. Yeah, you know, but he just puts out good content. Yeah, he just he puts. Speaking of content marketing, content is king, and Drake knows that. Drake was an SEO in a former life. Uh, but anyway, so going back to YouTube Rabbit, yeah, again, it's ten bucks a month, no ads, um, and of course, what this really means to marketers is, are you are you going to be able to reach less people? So say this gets really popular in like a demo of like twenty to twenty five. You know, so like, you know, younger teenagers or, you know, young college students, you know, you're and you're used to being able to reach them a lot um, or they're not going to be able to see your ad anymore. The other uh, big uh, thing that's going to impact as far as revenue is all of YouTube stars. So they're used to playing their pre-rolls or, you know, letting advertisers uh, serve ads before their videos and getting revenue off of that. I mean, what PewDiePie, he's making tens of millions of dollars a year. I don't know the exact numbers, but... That sounds stunning. like an exaggeration, because if he was making tens of millions, then... Tens of millions. He's, he's making a lot. Well, I saw today that uh, he recently hit 10 billion total views. So, I mean, a lot of people are watching his stuff. I was researching didn't, him a little didn't, bit. Didn't T-Swift do that, like, years ago? T-Swift, so... Okay, here's a little YouTube trivia. Who had the first billion-view music video on YouTube? Beeves. No. no. That that uh, the other Gangnam guy. Style. The Gangnam Style, correct. Yeah. Nice catch, nice catch. The Gangnam Style. Yeah, so he was. Uh, there, there's some good uh, YouTube timelines are good. The other cool thing is, uh, YouTube was only founded on Valentine's Day, 2005. That's the day the domain was registered and uh, the trademark was put in, and everything like that. So we've only, been, YouTube's only been around for 10 years. That just seems really? maybe maybe I'm old enough. So 2005 seems like it was yesterday. Yeah, but uh, that's that's it. Brian is saying yes. Yep. So are you fact checking him right now? No, I'm just. He just had a nice, tasty swing. I was more just satisfied after this. It had nothing to do with the pot. This is why he doesn't have a mic. No, of course not. This is a Shorts Brew Noble Chaos Oktoberfest. Shouts out to Shorts Brewery. Wow. Yes. Big shout out. Big shot. That's a free plug. That's a great Michigan brewery. We do not sell advertising yet, but we will shout out to Shorts. And we will gladly accept. We will gladly accept advertising. (laughs) I think think we're big in the Shorts market. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. It's craft beer. So uh, besides, you know, PewDiePie and uh, everybody else gaining revenue off the ads, um, now for those 
people that are subscribed to YouTube Red, they are, it's going to, uh, similar to like a Spotify, um, you know, so the financials aren't fully disclosed, but you know, if you pay 10 bucks and then you, you know, watch a video, you stream some video without ads, uh, the, the content creator or the music artist or whatever will receive a small cut. Um, again, those financials haven't really come out, but I'm assuming they won't be because we don't really, we don't really have a lot of insight into Spotify yeah. or Apple music or any other, other things. But so if we were to take a video recording of this, yes. right, of our goofy podcast recording and then post it up on YouTube. Potentially, if it shows on YouTube Red, we can get some some dollar dollar bills off of it. Yes, that. we could. Yeah, we could either we could either do a pre roll, you know, for uh, non Red subscribers, or uh, get all those for really reaching out to those Red subscribers. So. You know, I'm, I'm thinking that I'm thinking that you know we need to be exclusive if we were to do that. We should probably Only be Red. like we should be like Prince and just kind of keep it yes keep it off the distribution networks. Well, Prince doesn't like the streaming. We you would have to just like buy ours straight up. That's why I've I've spent twenty dollars in the last few months since prince went uh went off went off streaming yeah so but i don't know prince I mean, would just prince would just start his own i'll tell you something if, if the purple one believes that you know you the gotta kid. pay for your uh the kit the your kid. content or, or kid your, wants your money your your services for you know music or, or video then i'm behind it i dig him yeah that guy can wail on the guitar i'm sorry <laughs> best super bowl halftime ever oh by far yes yeah, I'll, 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 i'm putting i'm putting uh the in sync uh, Mega Mix with everybody that was really good, and then Tom Petty was also oh, one of the best Petty, yeah. Super Bowl halftime songs. Um, who was it like two years ago? Didn't Bruno, Bruno Mars, Mars do brought it? it down? He's actually yeah. curating this coming year, 2016. Like, Shout out to Bruno Mars, February 2016. You heard it here curating. First. Bruno, if you want to come on, breaking the show, news. Buddy. Where did you hear this first? The internet. It's true. Okay. So. But so going back to YouTube Red, um, <laughs> okay. I think what's interesting is this isn't necessarily going to compete. That's my pivot. Yeah, it's a non segue. It's uh, it's not necessarily competing with Spotify or anything. It's almost more competing with Netflix or cable companies. Um, so what I'm, you know, what they're doing is they're taking a lot of their top talent like PewDiePie and Jenna Marbles and all those people, and they're pairing them with existing. Uh, Hollywood execs and you know people out in LA that you know do a lot of things. So PewDiePie is by far the biggest YouTube star. He's being paired with the producer of Walking Dead. So you take biggest YouTube star, producer, one of the biggest shows on television. You know they're getting millions of views mm -hmm. with The Walking Dead. They're going to come out with some. Uh, they're just describing it as some new horror show. So not really sure what that is, but so they're collaborating on some new content. Mm -hmm. So the idea is that PewDiePie understands this digital environment mm -hmm. and especially these viewers this, uh, like viewers the viewers that he has subscribed to his channel and the producer of walking dead is like you know i basically own cable television right now yep so he's got his own spinoff already so dream team mm -hmm. you know jordan magic johnson larry bird mm -hmm. And, you know, we were talking about this kind of just offline, just between you and I of like, you know, how a lot of social networks are kind of acting like each other. You know, Facebook is uh, doing more more stuff with search, you know, trying to get more into, you know, capturing the TV market of people watching TV. Yeah. Twitter is looking into allowing longer tweets. Um, and I think what YouTube sounds like they're doing, they're not necessarily trying to mimic Netflix or whatever. They're basically just trying to put additional layers with their existing targets. So yeah. I don't think they're, this original programming is necessarily meant to compete. You know, it's not like, you know, you got Amazon releasing Transgender and all these other shows. Uh, you got, you know, I think The Man with the High Castle is coming out. You know, all this stuff oh, yeah. is kind of competing with Netflix and other original scripted programming. It sounds like YouTube is more 
okay, we already have our audience. We already have our people that are super passionate about it. It's probably younger kids, you know. Um, you know, I don't necessarily listen to music on YouTube. Oh. I don't really know PewDiePie or all the other stars, but, uh, you know, late you know, late teens, early 20s, they're all over that. And so they're basically trying to say, okay, how can we monetize them? So we don't know if it's a smart move, but it does kind of sound like they're, they're not necessarily trying to compete, but they're going, okay, who can we, how can we, you know, really uh, do a lot more with the audience we have? We already have these super passionate fans, so let's do more with them as opposed to going off and trying to get somebody else's, uh, hey, you give 10 bucks here, you give 10 bucks there, give me another $10. You yeah. know, everybody's going a la carte, so... Um, they're not going for an additional $10. They're trying to hit a different market that Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime and cable companies are not necessarily reaching. So ad, <clears throat> so to bring it back, ads will show on non-subscribed accounts, correct? Yes. And then those Non-red users non- still, still see ads all okay. the time. Perfect. I mean, because, you know, coming from a, the digital marketing standpoint, like you asked that question at the very beginning. Like, we don't know the necessary impact of this until we see like subscriber numbers right yep so uh, if you are currently running youtube campaigns whether it's in stream or in display in search Mm -hmm. uh, potentially you can see a drop once these subscribers start um, actually uh, paying for the service yeah signing up yeah so if uh, you know like i said kind of earlier if uh if YouTube gets tens of millions of kids ages 18 to 23, and that was kind of the t- key demo you were going off of. If you yep. got some hot new movie coming out that you were hoping to reach with them, you're going to, you know, and you're seeing great efficiencies and you really were enjoying the YouTube pre-roll, the in-stream or in-display ad units, yeah, you might have to might have to look at it. So, um, you know, I know a lot of other larger brands. We work with some larger brands, and they, you know, talk about working with influencers, Um you know, so it might it might be more with that, more going back to the traditional, you know, product placement or okay. or Spon- different things like, like that. Sponsored stories, yeah, what sponsored content, yeah. Okay, that's very interesting. So we, you know, it's 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 very new. Um, I think it'll be real interesting to see. Again, it's uh, keep an eye on it. It's not, you know, don't compare it to Netflix. Don't compare it to anything else. It's definitely something new, kind of more of a monetization of a a channel and a really beat, you know building new features on it and we all know google's quick to launch new stuff and they're also good you know really quick to kill things yeah. um so we'll you know we'll see it's it's tough to launch new and original content i think you've seen you know snapchat kind of nicks theirs yep. but you know amazon and netflix uh, hulu you know they've they've had some success with it you know netflix definitely amazon have had some good shows so we'll see if uh we'll see if youtube can do that but i, I really do credit them as to kind of already going after their existing audience instead of being like, oh, I'm going to take down House of Cards or yeah. I'm going to go after something else. They're really, they're really doing their own thing. No, it's definitely going to be interesting to watch. I think that, um, you know, I, th- <clears throat> I think that we're, g- we're going to have to see in the near future actual subscriber numbers. Yep. And then we're just going to have to analyze the actual impact that it has mm-hmm. on sort of our day-to-day work with in the YouTube platform. Mm-hmm. So... Um, for all your <coughs> excuse me, for all your advertisers out there, just be aware um, this is coming. So keep your ears to the ground as far as news um, and any information, more uh, any more information about how YouTube Red is going to serve um, ads or don't serve ads or what impact it's going to have on advertisers. So we'll be happy to continue this conversation and let you know when updates come. Um, you know, check here first. I'm going to say, yeah, hot of course. take. 
hot take? I am definitely the authority yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, how many how many other podcasts have you listened to this week that covered you? YouTube Red? Probably zero. Probably zero. Yeah. It's us and then that PewDiePie guy. <laughs> yeah. So. He's actually funny, man. I, I, I've never listened to him. I mean, he totally is kind of like a like a real-life South Park character. But, I mean, he's <laughs> – like, you watch him a little bit. I was like, this isn't funny. And then after, like, 30 seconds, I was like, I don't know what it is. This does, he just have has the, it. does he have the South Park disclaimer where it says all celebrity voices are impersonated? Not before, really. Right? He just he just <laughs> comes on. and he's I mean, he's very him. I give, I give it to him, man. I mean, hey, you can't argue with 10 billion views. Is it? I thought you said one billion views. Ten billion. Did I say one billion? You said one ten, billion. No, well, it was ten billion. We're gonna have to roll back. It's a lot. McGuire, gonna roll that. Go back to the Okay. <laughs> PewDiePie, wherever you are, I'm sorry if I'm getting your uh, your view counts right, he's but all, you're, you're doing your thing. He's so all shout angry out to you. now. He's like, my numbers are wrong. Oh, he's coming after us. He's gonna flame us. It's gonna be <laughs> That's bad. It. Our careers are over because he has Or we will get a lot of traffic. Ah. Earned. This is this is we're 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 taking the Meek Mill approach. We're just calling out. PewDiePie, I'm calling you out. No, no, I'm not. You're, you do, you, you keep doing what you're doing, buddy. Love it. So we got um, so going to Yahoo and Google. So this is confusing for me because just a couple of weeks ago we were talking about Yahoo and Bing yes. and how their relationship status got it's complicated. And now there's a new person, and I don't even you know insert all your love triangle jokes here. Um, I Brandon, I'm going to look to you. You're going to have to explain it to me. So Yeah, right. So you said it correctly. The weird love triangle that is search platforms. It's like a daytime soap opera, right? So um, Yahoo broke up with Bing, and a week, two weeks, three weeks later, Google comes around. And but they, Google So Google, Google and Yahoo are still hanging out, right? Like 50% of the traffic? Or what's... So you mean like shared custody of the search results? What's so going that's on with Yahoo it? and Bing. Yahoo, Yahoo and Bing. Yahoo and Bing are still hanging out, right? So Bing has fifty-one percent of desktop traffic. Okay. On Yahoo, mm-hmm. Yahoo is forty-nine percent of the traffic to serve their own ads. Got it. And then Yahoo owns one hundred percent of its own mobile traffic. Mm, okay? okay. So what we found out yesterday was that uh, Yahoo and Google. Um, came to this new agreement. So this new agreement is that um, Google is going to serve ads on the Yahoo platform, which is strange when you think about it because uh, Yahoo just broke up and wanted to own some more of its traffic, and it does. Um, This doesn't affect the Bing agreement at all, so Bing still owns 51% of the Yahoo desktop traffic. but Google is going to come in and begin to serve ads um, on desktop and on mobile. So as of today... On mobile as well. On mobile as well, yes. Mm. As of today, the, uh, the agreement is not set in stone. It still has the ability to be vetoed by, I think, the Department of Justice if they see it unfit or something. Okay. Um, something along the legal lines. I'm, right. I did not pass the bar, so I'm not going to claim to know what those lines are. From my understanding, they tried to do this before as well, and got and got the veto out of it. Okay, mm. so they've been sniffing around this for a little while. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, how does that impact us as marketers? Right. So, um, from what I am assuming, and this is just an assumption on my part, is that um, if this agreement goes through, Yahoo is probably going to be considered like a search partner 
So within Google AdWords, right, if in your campaigns you have the ability to opt in to what is called the search partner network, right? Right. So search partner network is a um, group of sites that Google deems um, effective and um, able to run their algorithm and serve Google ads on within a search bar. It's kind of like like ask.com sort of, yes. or I don't know if they yeah, run it there's, exactly, there's, but there's there's sites a couple like of that. Them. Yeah. Um, so other other search engine-ish. Yes. Searchy um, sites. Right. So that's the um, that's the way I take it, is that Yahoo is then going to be a part of that group. And again, this is just speculation on my part. But if that's the case, that means that those ads served on Yahoo will be cost or will be spent to your Google accounts. Okay. Right? So you're not going to see more traffic on Yahoo. You're going to actually see probably an increase in traffic on Google mm-hmm. where it is. I don't know what the, that volume is going to be because Yahoo is still um, ramping up with their search volume. So um, we'll, we're going to have to see. But it's going to be interesting because um, when Yahoo and Bing broke up and Yahoo Gemini launched its own platform, you know, what that meant to us as marketers and those who work in search is that now we have three platforms to work on, right? We have to work in Google AdWords, we have to work in Microsoft Bing, and we have to work in Yahoo Gemini. Um, knowing that Google is back in the picture uh, kind of breaks up or, in my mind, diminishes some of the actual Yahoo spend because, right, they're not going to be serving... 100% of their mobile ads anymore. Now, some of them is, are going to be served on Google, mm-hmm. um, which kind of muddles the water as far as how do you treat each search engine, right? Because the idea behind it is that every user um, is going to be different on each search engine. So your Yahoo Gemini ads are going to work different than your, your Microsoft Bing ads. And then your Google AdWords ads are going to be different from those two completely, right? So to optimize towards your client's goals are going to be different on each one, whether mm-hmm. one piece of creative works well on Bing and one piece of creative works well on Google. Now that Yahoo and Google are serving the same, or using potentially the same algorithm to serve Google ads w- within the Yahoo platform, you're not going to have that m- much more insight or control on your Google ads that serve on Yahoo. Right? Yeah, like like today I was, I had done a search on Yahoo in a while when I was reading about this, and so I kind of forgot about the diff- different user experiences. So, you know, you go to Google. It's just it's a search bar, and as soon as you start typing, instant search starts showing you results. So right. you start getting impressions on ads right away. So they're not really like changing your opinion. So if I go there, it's just a blank slate, and whatever I'm trying to think, I'm probably going to search for. That's what's going to pop up. Or if I'm just using the search bar on Chrome or maybe Safari or something like that, yep. it's almost like it's a it, it's just a clean a clean thought. Like I think about this, I search, it pops up. Yahoo, you go to yahoo.com and you have your Yahoo homepage. You got news and right. everything all over there. So who knows how much of an impact that'll have, but you could see somebody going there and then all of a sudden going, Oh, you know, uh, Vanessa Carlton's got a new album. Oh, Justin Biebs is doing this. Ooh, there's a gif of, gif of Drake. You know, what's, what's going on? And then maybe you search for something different. I don't know. Maybe your, uh, maybe your time is split, split yeah. a little more or whatever. Same thing with Bing. Right. It's a little different if you go to Bing.com. So, right. And if you think on it from a, think of it from an optimization stand, standpoint, right? So one piece of creative might work on Yahoo, mm-hmm. right? One piece of creative might work on Bing, and a third piece of creative might work on Google. And you can't define, in Google, you still can't define specific creative for the search partners. Correct. 
you can't do the same. You can't do it for Bing either. So as advertisers, we have to be just very conscious of comparing the three mm -hmm. together, right? Because when you actually go into the reporting interface, you're not going to be able to see necessarily which one showed up on Yahoo. Mm -hmm. Okay, so at a creative level, we're kind of losing a little bit of insight, mm -hmm. knowing that if we've gained all these insights from the Yahoo platform, from Yahoo Gemini, and the Yahoo Gemini reporting, those learnings cannot necessarily be applied because that ad is being served by either Google or Bing. Right. Yeah, like we, I typically run just a lot of parity between all my accounts. Yes, so, and a lot of people so do. If you, so if you have parity, it's probably, you know, you, you're not really going to notice it or optimize, but I'm sure there's some, you know, heavy e-commerce people or something or whatever that Correct. are, that are, you know, have determined some learning, some yeah. have tweaked their copy. Right, and, and parity is great. Parity is something that I think a lot of people in our, in our industry shoot for because it's the easiest way to... Um, sort of optimize and manage the number of accounts that we have and the number of clients that we have, uh, keywords and creatives, right? So the that number is just large for a lot of accounts and a lot of clients, a lot of advertisers. Um, but being able to get down at the granular level, at the keyword and creative level, and gaining those insights per platform is what I feel everyone should short, sort of shoot for mm -hmm. because every platform is different. Sorry, that's just how it is, mm -hmm. right? We know that the Bing platform skews a little older. Yep. Right? We know that Google itself is a huge share of search volume. But where Yahoo falls into that is still unknown. But we want to gain as much knowledge as we can from that platform itself in its own reports to make our decisions on. Right, mm -hmm. so to make our optimization decisions, well, it'd be interesting too. Like looking looking down the road, you would assume that Yahoo isn't going to sit there and have agreements with both of them forever. Yeah. Well, so this one, I believe they said it was three years is yeah. what they they posted, but the um, now I'm not sure about the Bing agreement mm -hmm. of how long or if there's actually... an out clause or something yeah. like that because yeah, you, you could. You could see from a business perspective, you know, because you don't want to be switch flip flopping every six months. You know, you got to get a lot of data. It takes a lot for your your reps and your agencies to respond yeah. or to think about a change like this. So, three years, while it's still three years, that's not a very long time to be running this. That's not a super long agreement for this. Also, the internet changes very quickly. Duh. Yeah. Um, you know, we could be going way. We could be going more into voice search. You yeah. know, in three years, and maybe Yahoo is like, all right, we don't feel like developing voice search or something like that. Right. But, to me, I, I wonder if it's more just like you know, put, developing some Yahoo's trying to develop some si sibling rivalry, mm -hmm. so that Google or Bing kind of start bidding against each other. I don't know. That's to me that that's kind of the most interesting part is that now Google and Bing are really linked, and they don't really have. I mean, you know, you see like Microsoft and Apple are starting to kind of partner up, you know, with Office on all the iOS devices, but you still really haven't ever seen Google and Bing, you know, or Google and Microsoft partner up. They're still, no. you know, completely yeah. on the opposite ends. So right. they have different, you know, there's, there's, I can't really think of any examples of them working together ever. And now all of a sudden they, they don't have our direct relationship, but they're kind of, they're, they're going to the same party now. Yeah. Right. So how are they going to, how are they going to hang out? How are they going to, how are they going to talk? Are they going to, I mean, they're at the same club. Yeah. Right. But they're at the opposite ends of the bar. Yeah. Yeah. 
Sorry, that was a deep metaphor. You, all just, you both just looked at me like that was <laughs> so we, we, right. We looked at Brian, our resident bottle service expert. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like Yahoo's like just the, the it girl, you know, that's just kind of playing both. You're like, oh, I love the Eagles, Jalen, but I don't know about Google. Oh. football player, you know, he's the – Google is definitely the – okay, okay the so so what – What Google is the star stud quarterback. And he comes in, Yahoo's like – yeah, but you know what? I like to think that Google is like the successful, super nerdy guy that like he's the that, really smart, like he, tight he end. wasn't he wasn't all that in in high school, but he got to college and he's like, you know what? He's being recruited by Stanford yeah. and U of M. Kid's real, but he's mm. still like slightly chiseled though. You know, like he, <laughs> he can pull it in. You know, but he does how... he does more like Taekwondo. More like kind of like you know the stabilizer muscles. He's okay. he's oh, not going for mass. I see. He's just maybe, he's got to tone it up. Right. He's Keep maybe, it tall. Uh, maybe a yogi on the side. He's probably into yoga. Oh. And, uh, yeah. And he's that football player that learned ballet to work on his footwork. There it is. There it is. Yeah. And who's Bing? Bing's. Bing was just like oh baby. We just Bing was just for so long. Bing was just the high school sweetheart. He was the yeah. he was he was the homecoming queen or yeah. homecoming king. Yeah. yeah. That's a strange, strange relationship. It is. Uh, so, additionally, like, what I was thinking about was how what the what's the ad going to look like, right? Let's talk about ad extensions. How are the extensions going to play? Mm-hmm. Right? Are they are they yeah? When they're are they bringing over all the ad extensions? Right, because be Yahoo's like Yahoo's platform can't support a number of the extensions. Right. Are now. you going to be able to do Google Customer Match right on the? Yahoo network. Right. Yeah. So yeah, like so if you're signed into Google but you go to Yahoo, I could see you not being applicable for right. Google customer match. And that's why I think it's going into search partners because I don't think I think that there's something mm. within AdWords that says, you know, XYZ is only available on Google proper. Can right? So this is going back to news from a few weeks ago, but can Google customer match does that apply to search partners? Do we know that yet? I do not know. I'm going to have to take a look. Cuz I know we we uh some of some of my stuff has a good amount of search partner travel. We actually see good some good efficiencies. Yeah, yeah. So. We uh, like on some stuff that I work on. I I see some good efficiencies on yeah. search partners. So that'll, be, as well. that'll be interesting. I mean, honestly, that would you know, if I was getting a lot of volume out of customer match, I would shut off some of my search partners. Right. You know, if I even even if it was more expensive, right. you know, you would assume your targeting is better. So. Well, search partners in itself is considered like a, a luxury. It's an add-on, right? Because yeah. you should. I think common wisdom is that um, you should not be in search partners if you are budget limited, right? You want to stay out of search partners and make sure that you're not budget limited in Google proper. And then once you hit that point, then you can start exploring using search partners to garner larger volume, right? Um, so it'll just be interesting to, to watch it play out. Um, you know, stay here for more updates yeah we'll definitely be following it i mean we talked about it you know on our little uh we had a episode zero our little pilot episode we had a pilot episode we had a yeah full disclosure we had a pilot episode i know it sounds like we've been doing this for for years we've only been doing this for weeks yeah a low number of weeks and you know what we were probably the only people to listen to that pilot episode (laughs) oh i think i think i've my wife listened to it we had a few few people in the office yeah so so some people have listened to it and and I yeah. tell you what, it, 
we started like a Bernie Sanders campaign. Exactly. Where we're just, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. We're getting, next thing you know, we're going to fill Madison Square Gardens for a live taping. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but no, like, uh, speaking of last episode, I think this one, the official start. Uh, back for the better. first time. Back episode first one. Time. Right. Two why days. Is it, why is it back for the first time? That's an album. What's that from? That's uh, it's somebody's album. Somebody's album. Somebody Google Google that. Back somebody the somebody with there. Okay. Yeah, it's back for the first right. time. The uh, pop culture references are just. Way it's like is me, that ludic? So. I'm gonna put. Is that one of Ludacris's albums? Hold on, I'm only typing with we're one hand for it. because I don't have a mic stand. <laughs> the infrastructure. I don't have a mic stand. I'm holding a microphone. And Chrome just removed voice search. <laughs> ah, the one time I'm going to use Chrome voice search Black on a desktop. The first time. What is that? Uh, this is great radio. You nailed it. It is Luda. ludicrous. It Luda. Damn. Well, we we got next. We got episode two's uh, intro music. Yeah. Yeah. Back for the first time. Is that a mixtape? No, or is it was a, a studio a album. Studio album. Yep. All right. It was a second studio album, major label de- debut Shut by up. American hip hop recording artist Ludacris. Shout out to the Ludacris. The album, which serves as major label debut, Ludo. was released on October 17th, 2000, under the Disturbing the Peace and Death Jam labels. DTP. Uh, that was all ad lib, by the way. I was not reading. He was not reading. Yeah, not reading at all. Luda. Well, we, def- we definitely know uh, some intro music for next week. Oh. Or maybe the outro uh, we, for this week. We can always switch it up. And, and even uh, you know, if the listeners want to recommend a, a certain track that they would like to hear. Yeah, yeah again, go on to iTunes in the comment. Give us a rating and then yeah. in the comments let us know. Yeah. I think that's. I think that'll be great. We're going to get some some independent artists. Yeah. Like, I mean, you could break bro. with our audience. I mean, if you pop you know, one of your jams up. What, what is Ludacris's uh, real name? Is yeah, it Chris? It's Chris? Yeah, it's Chris something. Chris? Christopher Wallace, something like that. Christopher Hold on. Wallace? That's crazy. Oh. Yeah. Whatever. We're, we're getting down the uh, <laughs> we're getting down the, the, the rap rabbit hole. Sorry. Uh, well, Chris Bridges. Chris yeah. Bridges. Chris. Yeah. Whatever. Luda, shout out uh, to Chris Bridges. Yeah, if you want to be on the show, let us know. He's a savvy marketer. Savvy marketer. He is savvy. We got Fast Eight coming out. I tell you in, uh, what, a couple years. I am interested to hear the end, the final cut of this, because in the first episode, I had the worst cold ever. Oh, that's I right. Sounded, I yeah. sounded like I was in a bucket the <laughs> entire time. Well, when you, yeah, when you hear your voice live, you, you 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 your voice is a lot more nasally than you think it is. So oh, yeah, when you had terrible. a cold, you were just exponential. I thought it's I thought terrible. you sounded great. In person, you sound worse. <laughs> like Yeah, well, that goes for not only my speaking voice, but my singing voice. I've been called the songbird of my generation from those who've heard me sing. Mm. So that's I, I a, I won't doubt that. That's a real life thing. I will not doubt that. Do we have uh, – I think we have like another five, ten minutes. Yeah. What else is on well, – you got any hot takes for me, Wartman? Give me, give Man, me something yeah. real quick. Oh, dude. So we got uh, – let's see. We got hmm. – what is going on? Oh, we got uh, Facebook dropped instant articles finally about six months after announcing it. So – uh, if you're on Facebook, you're you're thumbing through your news feed on mobile. Um, you you be you know you obviously get a ton of links nowadays. Uh, I still really like Facebook for the you know the content. You know I, I like a lot of news news outlets and everything. So you will see a little uh, little lightning bolt in the upper right of the picture of the link. And everybody knows when you clicked on that, it used to take 
what upwards of 10 seconds i mean it which, which is an eternity uh on mobile browsing and now they uh facebook has it connected i'm assuming i don't know through an api or something like that i'm not sure of the technology but basically you click on that link and your article opens immediately and it's in uh in kind of a stock format similar to uh, if you have an if you have a new uh the new ios similar to apple news so it's okay. uh, it's taking a lot of things and I, I really like it it's not on as many articles as i like so i don't really know if there's like a threshold of views or how it works uh, i gotta look into a little bit more but yeah definitely keep it keep an eye on an instant articles on facebook Check again if you see out. that little that little lightning bolt do you so. think that's based off of like your interests and like what data they have on what you normally, i don't know yeah i don't know what, what content you normally consume i don't know i th- they have partners so you have to have partnerships with the publication okay. and then but i've noticed you know even new articles i'm not seeing it on uh like vox.com um I see a lot of those articles in my news feed because I click a lot on those links. And even new ones that were released like today or something like that, like cover like the Benghazi um, panel and stuff like that, you know, it was not necessarily instant articles. So I don't know if uh, the publisher chooses or Facebook kind of says, oh, this is getting a lot of clicks. We'll maybe kind of index this and do um, instant article or what. But it's I mean, it's definitely the, the experience is a lot better. But, I, you know, I think I think Facebook did this because their their version of the browser, I don't know if they're not using, you know, the the phone's browser or what but it's kind of a it's, it seems like a complicated hack to putting together a better browser but uh yeah it's i mean it's it's nice it's it's literally instant you touch it and it just scrolls over and it's there that's cool so. i mean that's interesting because like we know facebook is like huge with video content mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so this sort of instant articles feature is like it's news right yep it's it's a news feature so yeah and you have to you have to partner with them so you know your your normal little you know your your foodie blog or whatever your Tumblr that you post to Facebook. I don't think that's gonna. I don't think that's gonna work. You know you got to be. Seems like you got to be a bigger dog. So it's those those big news outlets and so HuffPo, and HuffPo, BuzzFeed, yep. Vox, uh, Times. I saw a lot of New York Times articles. Um, yeah, so a lot. You know, like I said, I compare it a lot to Apple News. Um, and, then, and then Facebook keeps talking about splitting up news feeds. I heard rumors. You know, Facebook's kind of. It says they're like developing a separate feed for like videos, and then so you can almost see maybe they'll have like uh, channels eventually. So maybe this is part of it. So uh, you know, again, everybody, everybody's all the social networks are trying to, you know, they're they're kind of taking some of the other network strengths and trying to apply it to them. So Facebook's trying to get more real time. Twitter's trying to get a little bit more sticky. Uh, BuzzFeed was developing their own content that didn't really, or not BuzzFeed. Snapchat was developing their own yep. content, and then that didn't really go. They kind of shut that down, but. You know, everybody has messaging. Right. You can text somebody from any app. <laughs> yes. I think I, I think I can text you from the Domino's Pizza app, actually. You can text an emoji to Domino's. And can you, you they, could probably text the pizza guy, right? I don't know. I just see the ads, Speak. and it's got that girl from, uh, what's her name, uh, from Modern Family in there. And she's like, I just text a pizza emoji, and I got a pizza delivered to my house. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. That's not bad. Amazon Dash needs a pizza button. Oh yeah! Shout out to uh, Pizza Hut. Uh, please go make a. I don't order you ever. I'm sorry, but you just don't have any around change, my house. Change our minds. Change our mind. You okay? Pizza Hut. I'll let you know. I will yeah. order at least one pizza in 2015 if you come out with an Amazon Dash button. Great. I love it. Speaking of pizza, have you seen uh, the new Domino's delivery trucks? I did. No. It's a Chevy Spark. Oh. Uh, that is custom, basically an oven. It's got the uh, the gull wing doors, except the gull wing opens the oven, 
Keeps it a nice toasty 140 degrees. The so gold wing doors, are those the DeLorean doors? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, the DeLorean doors. Yeah. yeah. So Speaking it's basically of, the Rick Ross pizza delivery. Oh, mobile. wow. Maybach. Hook. Huh. <laughs> another, another good idea. Yeah. Let, let us know if you like uh, Rick Ross. <laughs> we'll throw them in there. Yeah. So speak of the DeLorean, you know, we have passed Back to the Future Day. Oh, God. So that was. I read something that blew my mind, speaking of that, is that before October 21st, right, you knew that Marty McFly was traveling to the future. Now, after October 21st, 2015, Marty McFly is now traveling to the present. And then. Past. Right. But I think he was there for like two or three days. Was he there for like two days? So he's still here. Yeah. So he's still here. He's still here. Yeah. So after whatever day that he goes home, from now on, it should no longer be called Back to the Future. It's Back to the Past. But I also know it is a movie. <laughs> okay. That came out. Sometimes I don't like to suspend reality. <laughs> all right. When I'm when I am that immersed. Brad is living in an alternate. 2015 as well. That's yeah. that's where yeah he's yeah. still here. So I mean hey it finally released the uh, we have forget okay hoverboards completely overrated. All right I know people have been clamoring for it. Get off the hoverboard kick. Get on the automatic lacing Nikes. Oh so if you were to rank the priority number new- one with a bullet. Forget these. Tony Hawk's riding fake hoverboards. Lexus is making fake hoverboards. Nike actually did something about it. And we're like, you want these shoes. I'm going to give the people what they want. Here you go. And they sent the first pair to Michael J. Fox. Huh? They sent the first pair yeah. to Michael J. Fox. Yeah, yeah. Then, no, they got the, the Nike was, mags. Yeah, and the sales are going to go towards uh, Parkinson's. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. That's yeah, awesome. So, so you're going to rank the self-lacing Nikes up one. One, two, and three. One, two, and three. Delor- so, like, DeLorean is do, maybe four. You can only do one and two because you only get two. Left shoes. and right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they came out with the left one, but you have to tie the right Okay. One. You know what number oh. three is? The self-drying jacket. Okay. So I knew you were going to bring that up, and I yeah. think that's dumb. That's not When's dumb. When's the last time when you I... jumped into a pool with all your clothes right. on? When was the last time you had a jacket that you could jump into here's a what's, pool with? Here's what's wrong. Here's what's wrong. Am I right? Here's what's wrong about that. Am I right? I can't. I can't. Here's what's wrong about that. They made that those movies. It was 2015, and they had a self-drying jacket. But where do you keep your cell phone? No one jumps in with their clothes on now because they have cell phones in their pocket. That is tr- yeah, Pool parties have got a lot less spontaneous they now that everyone so has cell phones. so dangerous. You know how mad someone gets when you push them oh, in the pool? Oh, you do not. <laughs> push homegirl into a pool when a, she's got that six plus uh-uh. and that I, apple watch nope nope that's a 700 dollar push right there you, that is a 700 she's got the plus Uh-oh. that's that's an 800 she's off contract yeah what's she doing by the pool in the what first what is what is someone wearing seven eight hundred dollars with you know what though she's got apple care she's okay oh yeah you gotta get that insurance shout out son. to apple care unless biff is after you on a, on a pit bull I'm. I, I'm not in any pool. I saw everybody. Don't go over water. You, you got need power. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I am just very disappointed in the world is that no one wore their pockets inside out. You saw hoverboards. You saw Nike release shoes. There was people were wearing puffy vests all over. For a minute. A uh, buddy of mine wore two ties. There you go. Yeah. 
Tell I saw there's there's a face article about Michael J. Fox getting busted for illegal gambling rig or <laughs> I ring. Just, I saw that. That took me a minute. That <laughs> took that, that that took me way too long. I think that was later in the day. I was tired. All right. But, uh, no, yeah, no one, no one, no, yeah. If you, if you don't get these jokes, go watch Back to the Future. Yeah, that's great the thing. Movie. Classic American cinema. So. <laughs> All right, well, we're gonna wrap it up. Let's wrap so. It up. We we, uh, we just spent a good ten minutes talking yes, about. Yes, if you're still with us, we appreciate it, and that just means you must be a big fan of of Luda and All Back to the Future. <laughs> so, well, we thank you so much for spending some time with us. So, again, I'm Eric Wartman for Brandon Wood and Brian McGuire. We will see you next time. See ya! Yeah.